0: Friends, fans. Hold on. Hold on. Before you begin. Oh, this episode is brought to you by Woodford Reserve. Is that open? Oh, you're pouring a glass. Mm. (laughs) Look at you. You know, I see Woodford Reserve every time I go to the liquor store, and I have never had it, I don't think. Um, If I can remember correctly, um, it's really good.
1: Um, but I don't like it, so. Um, no, it's really, it's really good whiskey. It's one of those whiskeys where I'm going to drink it straight, or not straight, but on rocks right now. (laughs) And, uh, I much prefer Woodford Reserve in Old Fashioned. That's about two fingers.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like drinking bullet on the rocks, but Woodford I Reserve is. Uh, yeah.
0: I honestly, I can just I'll just drink Bullet straight. Um, oh yeah, I currently have a Chattanooga whiskey. Um, I forget. I think it's called just Chattanooga whiskey, or like Chattanooga Distilleries, something like that. Um, but Chattanooga is a place in Tennessee. For all those who don't know, and I got the straight American rye. It is hundred proof, and oh boy, does it have some giddy-up.
1: This is
0: actually sorry, it's had ninety proof, ninety nine proof.
1: This is ninety point four proof. This is 50, Woo! 50, forty forty five point two percent alcohol. Volume. Um, having fun? No, I'm only having a, I'm only having a glass because I need to it's go drive somewhere. somewhere. Um, do you know what the, the the capital of Tennessee
0: is? Uh, it is. Pretty sure it's Memphis, isn't it? No, nope. it's Nashville. It's Nashville, dummy. I um, that's so dumb because the Capitol Building is like downtown, yeah. and I see it frequently. Yeah, I drive I, by it quite a bit.
1: So, this week in school has just been a shit show. Um, I
0: was to not to take this. Uh, no, I don't to want, want to serious. Talk about school either, no, me. no, no. I'm not talking about school. Um, this was a conversation I had. Uh, so one of the girls I work with is um in African American. And I bring that up only because I think it's uh, pertinent to the story. Um, But she's also a civil. What's it? Civil. um, Engineer. No, she's like, uh, yeah, it's like a, uh, uh, why can't legal studies essentially is what it is. Yes. And so her and I at work have been having like com like conversations that like, I think you can relate to this, where it's like, you have to have a certain level of education to be able to have certain conversations in Mm -hmm. certain, about certain things. And so one of the things we were talking about was the difference in how um, like technology and um, the advantages it brings, like the disparity between how that's approached in low income communities and how that plays in a race and then how that's approached in like upper like middle class communities where like she was saying that like when she was going to like high school middle school and stuff like that they didn't have like any technology and even now like technology is mainly approached as like something to be used for entertainment whereas yeah. you or i see it as like a tool like something we can use to organize or learn or
2: like yeah, do yeah. stuff
0: like that and i just there's no real conclusion to that. I just thought it was a fascinating conversation. And yeah. I have to dive deeper into how that is and like what the effects are and yeah. what the, the reasons for that are.
1: Massachusetts specifically has gotten a lot of tax dollars and grants to push schools towards technologically advancing their curriculum and tools and whatever they do in the classroom. But um, I've seen... In multiple settings because I've worked in a very like i would say like uh, not affluent but like a like good income living town and seen the use of technology that it's not like every kid is one to one like not every kid has technology um, but the way that they utilize technology um, and give kids the opportunity to use them is much more greater so You know, my girlfriend's father is actually a technology teacher in that the school district I'm talking about. And so that in itself is a huge um, plus that those kids get to have. They literally one of their blocks of the day is they get to go to basically computer class and learn all those things. Yeah. The two basically low income area schools I've worked at in mass, they don't have that. They don't have a tech class or like a technology class. And then on top of it, I have a lot of like people like I complain a lot
0: about a lot of things. Um, and one of them, we both do. I think yeah. that's how why we are such good friends is because yeah
1: airing of grievances. Yeah, um,
0: and Dicky so, too, always yeah. a complaint.
1: <laughs> so it, I'm like, I've talked to people, and they're like, well, um, a lot of on top of it, a lot of the money goes towards the low income area schools that I've worked at, and they buy technology. But again, they haven't changed schedules and how classes are approached um, to give the kids those opportunities. Truly, like all throughout our
0: school, we had, you know, technology classes, basically. Yeah, and even even if, like, we just were around computers a lot. They were always, like, available to us if we needed them. And, like, regardless of whether or not you had it at home, like, usually, I feel like I can speak for most of the kids we grew up with in saying that, like, we probably had a home computer at minimum for like the first part of our lives. And then yeah. we started to move toward like all of us had laptops, all of us had phones, all of us had gaming yeah. consoles, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. So the, those schools that I work at, they have
1: gotten a lot of money to buy technology, but they're so underutilized, one, because they don't have those tech classes. And truly, I've, I've fallen into it as well. I don't want technology is really a distraction for these kids. They already have so much on their plate in terms of family life and what they're living with that I just need to give them direct like instruction and like honestly, like sometimes like a lot of hand holding. and technology gets in the way of that because also these kids see any opportunity to like be funny or like be like kind of like a dickhead. And they will abuse technology. It's It's been studies that low-income areas, the abuse of technology is sometimes like huge. Yeah. So teachers in my area, in my schools, are like afraid to use technology because they know that something's going to happen. Like, yeah. yeah, like you've heard of like a lot of cyberbullying from like any, it doesn't matter what type of school it is, cyberbullying happens. But like, oh yeah.
2: You call me a bad name on the internet.
1: Uh. But <laughs> there are, like, so, so many more, like, horror stories from the schools I've worked at where, like, technology is, like, a huge, like, issue. Like, teachers want to use it. And then on top of it, they give a lot of my uh, schools that are like that, the low-income areas, they give them technology, but there's no training. There's no setup. It's just, yeah. like, here's, here are 500 laptops. And then the school is left to be, like, well, what do we do? Like, are you going to have someone come to the school to, like, teach us? Yeah. Or and also, like we, kids have, kids we have, we
0: like a thousand kids. What is that? they all gonna mm-hmm. share one? Are they all gonna oh, share, yeah. Share a hub account? The the overpopulation of
1: schools and the a number of te- uh, the amount of money that we get does not add up. So it, they um, most schools they've already calculated this and they've been calculating it since Bush's um, No Child Left Behind shit back in like two thousand two
0: thousand four. I think was
1: we have a couple of kids behind. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. oh just
0: like one or two yeah
1: um that every school needs to basically budget how much money a student needs per year not like we're giving them allowances but like how basically how much does that child's education cost within the year and this government significantly undercuts like literally my kids I know it's weird to put a dollar amount on them, but my kids are basically for an entire year are worth like $17,000. And we're, they basically give us $17,000 for 10 kids.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, and I, I have like, like
1: 1,400 in the,
0: in the school. This is the point of the podcast. I'm going to give you two options. We can either move on from this topic or we can keep going. Because I have questions about move this. On. Or I mean, on? yeah, you have got questions, yeah. Well, no, I just, like, I I wonder, like, because I think we're in a unique spot where I look at things from the political view and you look at things from, like, being a teacher. Like, what do you think are the, like, practical, realistic solutions to that problem? Like, restructuring how some schools are taught, restructuring how we're doing things, redirecting funding redirecting funds because a lot of times schools will be given money but the government tells them
1: what they're used for okay so the government will be like hey we're going to give you like this grant and this grant and this grant or like this budget this budget this budget but but this amount of dollars is just for special education and if we find out that you're not using it for special ed we'll audit you this money is just meant for technology if we find out if you're using it for something else we'll audit you so it's like a whole thing so Changing the budgets, I think they need to build more schools, like looking at mine. Yeah. Are you, are you opening a condom right
0: now? No. Um. I'm making <laughs> – so I I usually steal a bunch of tea from Starbucks, but I was off yesterday, so I ran out. So I'm making my own iced tea at home.
2: Uh,
0: um. So I think that money should be – I can directed. go open a condom if you want me to and put it on for this whole podcast. That'd be sexy. Um, <laughs> I think that they
1: need to build – A
0: condom episode.
2: Build I'm more sorry. schools. <laughs>
1: They need to build more schools slash, like, hire more teachers, like, money for that. Because, yeah. like, even, like, we, the government gives us, like, obviously, like, taxpayer money to, like, pay teachers. And if a certain area is so, like, low paying in taxes, then, like, we can only hire so many teachers. But, like, lowering class sizes by having more spaces for kids and having more teachers to teach those kids is going to make, like, the teacher's job that much easier and then they have the energy and the resources to like give the kids. And yeah. Everything. I don't. Wow. We are in such like a technological time, and then on top of it, like my kids, like legitimately, like they don't know how to like I said, they don't know how to use a computer. So it's
0: like, why mm-hmm. shove computers <laughs> down their front? Yeah. We get it. You're a big exhaust, dude. Yeah. Like I why wanna sh- suck your big exhaust? why shove computers in kids
1: faces if we're not going to like have the means to like teach them how to use it before teaching them like the typical school content and everything um, anyways
0: do you think that like not having like not integrating technology into teaching until like high school would No, be? we need to So I think
1: they should start earlier. I okay. think like at, like again like my and school And be
0: teaching like computer
1: literacy essentially? Yeah. I, my school specifically, like we had, we weren't one to one before COVID, and then every, now every kid has a laptop. I'm I am horrified to see what a, a typical kid in my school has on their laptop already. It's week. It, we're heading into week three, and I'm already horrified to see what would potentially be on a kid's laptop. But um,
0: I can give you a couple ideas. Oh yeah, but um, but that's called our video segment. I'm just, I lost my train of thought. But, um,
1: yeah, So start them young so that they, like, they understand. Because, again, you're right. You said it. They see technology in a computer as entertainment, not as yeah. a tool. Yeah. Like, literally, like, I'm not joking you. Like, kids were like, oh, like, I know, like, the key, like, I was, I don't know. It came to the point where they basically they told me, oh, a keyboard's just for, like, typing in the name of the YouTube video. No, the keyboard is, was originally meant to like type up papers and.
0: So we had this thing before a computer called a typewriter, and it was actually just a keyboard, and it was yeah. used to transmit information from your brain onto a physical, physical space.
2: Yeah.
0: And so, like, they're like, that's literally <laughs> what they think like a computer is. It's like, oh, like the letters are on there,
1: so like I can type in, you know, Netflix. Yeah. Like no. Like, what do you think, like, caps locks is for? And, and it's like,
0: also, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, I'm not going to speak for you, but, like, to me, the like, computers come very naturally to me. Like, it oh, makes yeah. sense to Same. me. So it's, I've like, so I, many don't, out. I don't get, like, it doesn't compute to me that someone just, like, doesn't, doesn't understand know. How, like, yeah, exactly. how to work Yeah, a computer. Like, that this doesn't the- compute. This is the first time some
1: kids are, I know the sixth graders probably, this is like the first time some kids are actually typing for the first time that, like I said, again, isn't typing in a YouTube video or typing in like a text. Like yeah. this is the first time where they have to hold down shift and have proper grammar on a computer. Yeah. And like put commas and periods and shit. It's the first time for them. As, you know, uh, 11 to 14 year olds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, um, I got myself into a bit of, shall we say, hot water last night. I don't even think so. I don't think it's hot water. I don't know who's mad at me, but someone is. First of all, like, I was thinking about it a lot last night because I was like stoned and just fucking sitting here playing Call of Duty. And like, the audacity of someone to think, that because I posted that picture, I was doing it to make fun of them and not myself. Like, to think that they're yeah. important enough to be like, yes, I'm the butt of Duncan's joke tonight. So let's, let's recap. what happened. years afterwards. What's hap- Let's talk to the listeners of what happened last night. So just if anyone is like, oh, Duncan, uh, listen to the podcast and uh, you will learn. My thinking. So basically, the it started because we were playing Xbox together, and mm-hmm. we just started going through old Facebook pictures. Yeah, like,
1: cr- like cringe. Like I-, I was also looking at like status
0: updates. I I treated Facebook like I treat Twitter now. Yeah, just posting like whatever All I think. Thing. I would just post on people's walls. high. Yeah. All the time. Um, and so then I was like, I had this sort of like thought bubble moment where. I immediately knew exactly what the worst pictures of me are. Like, I, I can tell you, like, off the top of my head, like, probably my top five worst pictures on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I, I got them, yeah. 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 No, I do not mind, And yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then I sent one of the pictures to the group, and Dickie was like, you won't post that on Instagram. And I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm high. Let's do it. <laughs> not even, like, I would do it dead, like, because yeah. I just don't care. Like, whatever, dude. And so I ended up posing on uh, Instagram. And it was a picture of me. I believe the girl I was dating at the time. Yeah. I think we were dating. And Who three knows? of her friends. No, two yep. of her.
1: No, it was friends, three. So it was four, four, girls. four girls.
0: Four girls. And I just said, uh, I've always been a ladies' man. Hashtag TBT. And you just made it in time before Thursday ended as well. Yeah, exactly. To to it stuff. was actually, it was still like 11 o'clock at, in central time. So oh, yeah, yeah. I was technically good to go, but um, based on East Coast time. And so I will pull up somebody random immediately, or not immediately, but pretty it, yeah, it quickly, time, like within 20 minutes or so. Yeah said hey is this duncan question mark question mark well let
1: let the listeners know yeah.
0: incorrectly like don't they spelled it like Dunkin' donuts duncan
2: like, like
1: d-n-d-u-n-k-i-n just like what bro maybe maybe that's a jab at you maybe like that's they know what i was you're...
0: wondering and, but i was like know. wow got me dude <laughs> it really fucking showed me yeah and so I was like, "Yeah." And so they said, "You're an asshole!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! And your sarcasm isn't any good.
2: Again,
0: wow! And so I said, "I'm sorry. Who's this?"
1: Yeah, that no, I know you didn't say. Oh, I'm sorry. Who is this? Like wondering you that was like uh, like a Jerry Seinfeld picking up the phone to Uncle Leo. Like, who is this? Like. <laughs> Like you know who it is, but you're like sarcastic. Who is this?
0: And so they because I don't have the number saved either. So yeah. like and it's a Kentucky area code. So yeah, I'm just It's a five oh two, which doesn't make any sense. None of this is computing. And so they said, it doesn't fucking matter, man. Be better next time. And so I said, I'm sorry. Did I hurt your feelings? And they said Again yeah.
1: again sarcastic. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, oh, And so I said, they said, yeah, obviously, or I wouldn't be texting you. And so I said, then why not tell me who you are? And so I'm confused because, A, like, what? Who was this? What? Why? How? And, like, how did you get my number? And then I got put, I put myself in quite a pretzel last night because then it occurred to me that. A Kentucky area code could make a lot of sense for someone I know in real life, which then is like, what did I do in real life to... Yeah, you're, now you're thinking it's completely irrelevant to the Instagram post. Yeah. Even though the timing, like, I, I don't think it's like co- a coincidence of the timing, but like... It could be, though. It could be, but I was also off yesterday. And I didn't do shit. Yeah. And then I didn't... It, there wasn't anything like at work this week. And I have everyone at work's number saved. so like the, the biggest move you made yesterday was that Instagram post. And that was yeah. at
2: 11 like, o'clock at night.
0: I literally played tennis. I played Call of Duty. And I posted that Instagram. Those were like the three things I did yesterday. Yeah. And so, so <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, well,
1: to proceed with this uh, endeavor, um, I'm going to take it upon myself to call said number just to see and verify um, you know who it is, what their intentions are. Um, are they friend, are they foe? Um, so Duncan, um, I don't know if you know, but no, I, I have the, I have it. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. The, um, I don't know if you know of the app, um, Google Voice. Yeah. So Google Voice, I can just have a different number than my own, so amenity is, uh, <laughs> I love saying that word amenity. Is um
0: You're saying it so wrong every time too. Anonymity? What how do amenity? <laughs> it's anonymity. Anonymity. There's no m, there's no m until the very end. An- you say amenity. An- anonymity.
1: An- anonymity. Okay. Yeah. So no, but that, I like
0: the way that you keep say Keep amenity
1: um <laughs> sake. Um I'm going to be on a different phone number. I'm actually calling from uh, Winthrop, Massachusetts, area code.
0: Okay.
2: Old strategy.
1: um, And I will be calling our dear friend, uh, Mr. Unknown. Um, I will have an alias. So if uh, you hear a different voice, um, just remember, it's Jackson talking. Jackson. Uh, So uh, I'll just let it play out and everything, but I need to type this in and I'm going to put it on speaker so hopefully everyone can hear it. Yeah, I hope... Like, uh, yeah, I call so many people, too, call so many random numbers that are, like, parents of students or, like, other anything, so I'm good.
0: I like that it's from Winthrop. Uh, I also, I'm curious to see, like, I think it's a dude based on oh, how yeah. they were yeah. texting, but maybe it's not. All right, well, here we go. Hold on, let me get, let me remember what I want. I was also, you
1: texted me this, like, Jackson would call on the podcast, and I was like, okay, now I need to think of a story.
2: All right, here we go. Forwarded to
1: voicemail. Please leave a message to the town. Hey Barry, um, I am Jeffrey Weiss calling from the uh, ICC Plumbing Institute. We are right outside the apartment building. Uh, just wondering if we can get into the apartment building. Uh, please give me a call back. Uh, it's urgent message. I'm again from ICC Plumbing. Uh, just wanted to make sure that uh, you're aware that the,
0: the pipes are clogged. We're looking for someone to get in the apartment. Thank you. That was good. I liked that. I, do you think they're going to call back? Um, no, I, that was a, that was a quick to voicemail.
1: Oh yeah. Like, like double click. Like I'm out. Like he's like, whose number is that? And send it right to voicemail.
0: Or that person has their shit on do not serve right now.
1: I do get voicemails from that again. Like I have like parent, I use that number for like parents to call me and everything. And like, I have like voicemails of like, it's weird. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm calling Barry. I'm Jeffrey Weiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ICC Plumbing. Jeffrey. So
0: I've got remember that. Yeah. I have Mandalay, so I've been working. I was thinking. Okay, well, okay. Sorry, I'm going to take a tangent real quick. Some lady at my Starbucks
2: today was making a tip, TikTok and tipped us $1,400. What? Oh, what? what? Female person,
0: all signs point to female, um, was making a TikTok video, the popular app. um, And she tipped us $1,400. As like content. Like she, like it wasn't like a mistake.
1: Like she, she was like
2: filming herself,
1: tipping you guys. Like you guys are some lowly little rats that need the tip, $1,400 tip money. That is
0: what we are. Jesus, little rats.
1: I would have, I would have gone like, I don't know, spread my butt apart for her.
2: <laughs> I would they have been like, like, like you, take a look at this
1: lady. Do
0: you want my body? You can. No, have not it. even, not even. Almost like a, like a,
1: like a screw you. Like look at my butt.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm not passing up that money. That money. Um, I w- I've been drafting up a, uh, something to send them. I I'm, the snag I'm hitting to send this person. I want to send them like an official thing. And so what I've come up with so far is, hello, this is Janice Driscoll with Trolling Stone Productions. We've been notified that you had a complaint about one of our employees. And I want to just be like, I want to redirect them to my email, like the Trolling Stone email. Yeah. And, but I don't want to just send them a text from me again and continue our text thread. It, you know what you could do?
1: you can get google voice and send text you can send text with it yeah Ooh. yeah Ooh, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i so might just download google voice and then it'll like ask you you may have to do it on the computer first and then hit, look it up to your phone but um yeah you can send text through google voice it's a completely different number and everything yeah. and then they can text you on the google voice app
0: Fuck yeah. And then also uh, Janice Driscoll is the name of the frog that lives in my throat whenever I have an itchy throat. Her name's Janice. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is that her Is that her maiden name or a surname?
0: <laughs> it's her maiden name. She's unmarried. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. She <laughs> hasn't found another frog in there yet. Good, 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 good. good. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Cool, um, cool very cool. Well,
1: um, we're going to keep the listeners up to date on um, this berry. development saga. This- I've named him Barry. I wanted to treat like that, like it, maybe he would answer and I would be like, hi, hi, Barry, you know, Jeff Weiss, ICC, whatever. And then he would be like, "Uh, I think you have the wrong number. And then I would proceed to go, this isn't Barry Berg. And then <laughs> like, I would like, try to be like, who well, who is this? Like I was given this number, yeah. like this is a comp. And like, I like that. well, then who is this? Cause I need to get to the bottom of like.
0: Yeah. Whatever. Cause I need to find Barry Berg.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, like no relation to Barry, really, you know, no, okay, that's what I w- that's what I was going to do. Um, if he answered. So, um, we'll keep All you
0: updated. Right. That was good thinking.
1: Yeah. With, ba- I'll keep you updated with Barry Berg, um, and his plumbing issues and trying to get let into the apartment. Um,
0: we should and- just, we should just <laughs> both call repeatedly every day. Yeah, like it's like twice a day.
1: Like, excuse me, Barry. Like, we we couldn't get into the we couldn't get into the apartment, but we are back again. We are outside. The truck is outside. Please, can you come out? No, we're gonna keep doing that. Oh God, totally. Why don't we do that every? Why don't we do that every podcast? <laughs>
2: I think we should,
0: yeah. and like just keep creating Google Voice accounts and keep coming up with different companies <laughs> to call this person yeah. looking for Barry Berg. <laughs> you can change your number. You can change
1: the number like whenever you want. It's not like a. It's not like a legit number. You can change it whenever you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we're here. To- this might be every episode. A new, segment. A new segment. We called this stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. We call Kentucky area
1: code. <laughs> also, I'm now thinking maybe he also has Google
0: voice and texted you. Huh? But it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Google sure. voice sends text messages. Okay. Maybe. Yeah.
1: And you can literally pick any like area code in the world. Or, I mean, I think United States
0: actually. Yeah. United That's States. now, now I'm further in a pretzel. The, so the thing that like this person doesn't know is that they've kind of won over me because not knowing who this is, is driving me insane.
1: They've, t- they've bought real estate.
0: But they if, don't – I don't think they did it intentionally, which is also funny because they wouldn't – I don't think they would know that having a Kentucky area code while I'm in Tennessee would put me in such a pretzel.
2: Because,
0: mm. like, so many people I know have Kentucky area codes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The other one is 202, that Bama area code. Oh, my boy that's, Dylan. That's like Dylan, yeah. Um,
1: we yeah, we gotta continue. We have to continue. We it's Barry Barry Berg, Kentucky area code. Yep. We just have to constantly call that number, yep. looking for Barry Berg. And it's yeah, d- a bunch of different companies, different people. Like hi yep. Barry, like this is this is Aunt Sally. I'm just trying to get in touch with you. You know, Grandpa Joe died.
0: Where I I almost think we should um. This is terrible podcasting, but I'm enjoying it thoroughly. So oh, yeah. you Fuck you, listeners. Um, I think we should pick a certain area of Kentucky and just go through and pick, like, companies from that area and then just fucking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, like, s- your mic cut out, but just, like, submit stuff and fucking... Just, like, keep on, like, if we could, ideally, if we could enter this person into various, um, like, like drawings or, like, promotional considerations for things.
2: I still got nothing on the audio there, Bubba. I don't know what that is. I, can you hear me? Yeah.
1: I think it's when I clap. Yeah. It like desyncs everything. So I love that idea so much. Um, I think we should put his number, if it's his real number, it could be a Google voice, but if we should put that number on like um, like call for election. Like, yes. Like, oh, yes. or like, all, oh, like
2: telemarketer,
1: telemarketer shit, or like he's an organ donor, like call, like, hi, like uh, you're a blood donor and we're looking for you to come down to the hospital right now and donate more
0: blood. Dude, I the amount of texts I get from Joe Biden's campaign annoys me. Imagine, yeah. like, some random person who has never like signed up for anything political and is just constantly getting Joe Biden text messages.
2: Like, hey, we're are gonna you going to
0: vote? Hey, we're going to destroy this. Campaign? We're going to destroy this Kentuckian's life. Yeah, but that's Let's the last time. If you were offended by my um, my trivial, childish jokes. Um, and then you get mad at me. Our solution is to then ruin your life in very, very small yeah. conveniences. Inconveniences, yeah, yes. perfect.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. Moving on to <coughs> another phone related um situation, yeah. You, you happen to have um
0: a dear friend on your phone, a guest of the podcast, this, yeah, recurring in, in a, an award winning guest, yeah. So, um This has no context to it whatsoever. Um, It was, Ben was just Snapchatting me one day, and he was like, hey, I have a rant for you. And then he left me a two-minute and 30-second voicemail while I was at work. And then I sat on it. I don't even think I listened to it a little bit, um, but I didn't listen to the whole thing. And so I've really been saving it for the podcast. I have a suspicion I may need to cut some of it out, but um, that's, a, that's a hurdle for post-production, you know? Yeah.
2: No, you should definitely cut out if it's bad. Yeah. It's Ben. It's Ben. Oh, all right. Make sure it sounds good. So speaking. today, all right, first of all, good boy. Slim Reaper. Young, your dad's favorite boy. Um, that was not a good one. But anyway, so I was working at uh, fucking Dan Farber today, right? Switching over some fucking yeah, cameras in the elevator. Sitting there in the elevator, taking down a fucking camera. I swear to God, every fucking ten seconds, someone would walk out of the elevator I was in. Someone would walk out of the fucking elevator I was in. And then, someone would try to come on, they go, oh, wait, who, I didn't see you in there, I didn't see you in there, can I come on? What the fucking shit, you can come on? Mm-hmm. Someone fucking just came out of it, like, what the fuck? I just put up this fucking ladder two seconds ago, and fucking let this person come on. And there's one lady fucking trying to tell me I was gonna kill her, because I was fucking working on a camera in the elevator, which I was in first, and then she got it, and then told me, to stop doing my job, because she was in the elevator, and I was like, Mickey, that's not how this works, like, there's six, five other elevators, i mean, car, fucking five and six, and five other ones, like, just go in another one, you stupid fucking hoe, it's not my fault that you're a fucking paranoid schizophrenic, go, you fuck, red a great buddy, sorry, and then, um, uh fuck, Uh fuck, yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with people, like, if you fucking couldn't go in the elevator, you wouldn't be able to go in the elevator. It's not fucking the 1930s anymore. Like, it's not even the fucking shit. It's not even the 90s, bro. Like, it's 20-fucking-20, 20 20, like, if you fucking, fucking, she do anything wrong, you get fucked. Like, if I fucking, fuck. If I, yeah, exactly, I can't even think. I'll, I'll, I'll get in trouble, you know? I, I just said fucked like eight times, so you never know where I'm going to fucking go. Holy shit, am I pissed off. I'm not really pissed off. I'm just annoyed, you know, how stupid people can be. Like, why can't I be, like, the minimum standard for a human being? You know what I mean? Like, I think I would be a pretty good minimum standard. The world would be great. But no. I'm not. I really am not. Fuck. All right, man. Well, I hope you enjoy that because I didn't...
0: my favorite was when he got derailed because he was in the car and someone in front of him was i don't know what they were doing but apparently they did enough to be called a paranoid schizophrenic no
1: i think he was talking about the woman in the elevator not the guy in front of him like the woman in the elevator was a paranoid schizophrenic Um, i will say that was fucking hysterical thank you for bringing that to my attention there is a moral to the story or there is like a, a resolution, if you will. Yeah. Ben is, it's a call to action. Yeah. Ben is just asking everyone in the world
0: to meet his,
1: to be at his standard of human being.
0: He is the baseline. And if you are below it, you should probably just kill yourself.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The moral exactly. of the story. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like no child left behind except for ones that are below Ben.
1: Exactly. There. good. Call back. Um, <laughs> He just, he he comes to almost like a, like, uh, it, like his chakras are cleared. He comes to like nirvana. This like bright light shines on him and goes, if just ev-, like out of his stupor of anger, just if everyone was just like me, like he got real quiet and real calm. Like, if everyone was just like me, we'd be fine. I love it. Uh, uh, he has <laughs> there's an issue and he has a solution.
0: He, like, I would love if uh, Ben like had like some sort of like midlife crisis and pastor. I think that would be so funny. I I think I brought it up last
1: podcast, but uh, I watched a movie called uh, Devil All the Time. Yeah. Robert Pattinson's like uh, kind of a shady pastor that like picks up like he's he's married, but he like picks up like 18 year old girls and like bangs Mm. them out in the middle of the woods. That would be Ben. Yeah. The shady pastor who picks up girls and bangs them out in the middle of the woods in his like yeah. nineteen fifty Chevrolet.
0: Yes, in, in his um, conversion van. Yeah, in his, his, yeah, yeah, in Tom's conversion van. van. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh. But I think you what I've concluded is that you could take the you could make Ben a pastor, but you would never be able to take the Ben out of Ben. Like you no. never it's, and so we would get Pastor Ben, and that would be incredible. Yeah. especially mo- if it was like a very strange, like really specific sect of like a religion, like specifically like Christian, like if he was like a like a Jehovah's witness, just like spitting angry about yeah. like the second coming of Christ. We have a, a regular customer at our store who's a Jehovah's witness, and she one time told us that she can't have too much caffeine because. Um, she's inbred. That's um not I accurate. Just, I'm dead serious too.
1: That is not she'll, an
0: accurate she, statement. She always sits in the passenger seat and she'll just be like, Yeah, um, I I have to get a half to calf because um my parents were siblings. She's like, she does not oh. fucking say that.
1: Holy shit. She should be taken out back behind the shed and shot
0: behind the dumpster We'll put her Jesus behind the dumpster
1: right <clears throat> what, what type of person does that um who reveals that much information i guess
0: a jehovah's witness and her nickname according to her is cricket yes yeah
2: so <laughs> the, it's help.
0: adding up <laughs> yep rickety cricket hey rickety, <laughs> rickety
2: cricket.
1: um yeah uh i've heard ben cuss a lot but that was a lot in a two and a half minute segment.
0: I almost want to do a separate video in which it's nothing but us watching the voicemail and a counter of the number of times he said "fuck." Yeah. No, that'd be great. It was impressive. There were whole sentences that were just the word "fuck."
1: Yeah. Just "fuck," "fucking," "fuck,"
0: "fuck," "shit," "fuck."
1: Um, that was that was exquisite. We need to tell, fuck. ask him. We need to, we need to the sun basically. We need to open up avenues for all of our friends to, um, I would say, call you. I already get too many voicemails in my life from
0: parents I've never met. Um, No, I have nobody calls me except for my mom, my dad, my grandma, my uncle. That's it. Yeah. So, so. yeah, for anyone who has a grievance, I think we should make this an open space for airing grievances. Um, For anyone who has a grievance of any sort, for anyone who's having a tough day for anyone that has had something interesting happen to them during the past 24 hours, or I don't know the past week. I don't care if you have something to say, leave me a voicemail. And as long as you don't have a Kentucky area code, I will definitely play this on this show. <laughs> that was well, that was well thought out. Um, but no, like, for real, if anyone, because the other thing is, like, I can, like, what I'm going to do with this one is you can, I can get, like, an MP3 file of the voicemail and I'm yeah. going to put it in post-production so that it lines up and we can hear, like, cleanly the voicemail. Yeah. So no, I would just have a voicemail segment is basically what we're saying. Yeah. We just got to tell
1: our friends, like, you're heated. Like, Rich, Richard would be able to do it maybe every day. We may have to limit him to, like, two yeah. a week.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: I feel like every single day he would be like blowing up your phone.
0: Yes, it would but, just like, be no, constant.
1: Yeah, um, he's an angry man. He, he has a lot not, of anger. Not many people like uh, like can see that on the surface level, but Richard holds a lot of rage.
0: Richard has it. I think I I aspire to be him in the way that he has. He is the Mount Vesuvius of. Like, like he has so much of it built up in there, and he just has such a calm demeanor. And is he's so like calm and measured. And then one day, he's just going to fucking rain hellfire down upon the people of Pompeii. He's like uh, Crazy Joe DiVola, another Seinfeld reference. Yeah.
1: He's like a really nice guy to Elaine. He's just, like, very friendly. He's very suave. Takes her out. Brings her to... um Wants to take her to the opera, but underneath, in the seedy underbelly of Tracy Jo DeVola's psyche, he likes to dress up as a clown and kick Kramer in the head. There you go. Yeah. And hang up pictures of Elaine in his apartment, and it'd be really weird. Um, Well, um, just under an hour in, and... We haven't talked about literally anything. We've no talked music, about nothing.
0: no, no <clears throat> music, no Big Brother. Um, there because there, I mean, yeah. we're gonna have to dedicate some time to Big Brother, but um, as far as music goes, there hasn't been a whole bunch. Um, yeah. I haven't been listening to that much of anything. Um, no. I've just been kind of rocking with my playlist, I've been rocking with Bronson. Um, no. I gotta give the Ferg album another listen so I can pop some of those songs in my playlist. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there hasn't been much of fucking anything. Metro Boomin and Twenty One Savage dropped an album. Um, I'm assuming it's good because they're both good artists and they're good at what they do. Uh, yeah. so I'm gonna listen to it. But it dropped last night, and it wasn't one of those albums where I was like chomping at the bit to get after. Um, yeah. So I didn't quite. I wasn't quick on the draw on that one. I mean, I feel
1: like um, that's, a, that's something my girlfriend does. She just yells good morning to my dog and she freaks out. Um, but um, yeah, I mean like you got Metro Boomin coming out. Like when you have like drops by a producer, they're either like the alchemist where we're like, oh shit, like who's, who's he got on? Who's he got on? Who's he got on? Or it's like Metro Boomin where you're like, oh, all right. Like, there's, like... He'll have Young Thug on, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I'll listen to that
0: one, but then all the other ones, like, push aside. Yeah, fucking whatever. Um, and I, I do think it was, like... <clears throat> they do this every once in a while. Janice is giving me a little bit of trouble right now. I'm having some green tea. Hopefully that'll clear her out. She gets irritated every once in a while, and she'll, she wants to act out. Um, but it seems like every once in a while, they... To like sometimes a producer will drop an album where it's essentially like a mixtape, but then sometimes it'll be like, uh, I, it's a weird phenomenon where it's almost like it's the producer and the artist, like it's an exclusive project, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're together, yeah. So I think this is more one of those, but Metro Boomin is out like for the most part, like sometimes with his beats in terms of me, he's hit or miss, but in general, he's pretty like. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's top good. of the top. He's S-tier.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Metro is really good. I do find similarities in a lot of it. I'm just like, okay, we're yeah. yeah, doing right, it again.
2: Right, right.
0: And I think yeah. also, like, some of it is he's done a lot of stuff. Oh, are we going to get the puppy on the podcast? Rosie, come here. Rosie. Uncle, Uncle Duncan. Hi to talking. Uncle Duncan. Yeah.
1: Oh, she's being mean. Oh. She won't let me pick her up. They're rude. Hmm. The other day, she barked at a dog. Uh, barked at a dog. Barked at a kid in PetSmart. At a kid and made him cry. You kicked her? No.
2: She bark- <laughs> shut, shut the
0: fuck up. No you kicked the kid. You kicked the kid. No, I wasn't there. Sarah was there. Um, okay. Sarah punted Rose- that kid across PetSmart and said, Don't you fucking cry at my dog. Oh, right yeah. Um, you said no child left behind.
1: Well, no child left- <laughs> bark- Rosie barked at him. He was like five. Also, the- here's a the whole story tangent. Bark! I, my girlfriend comes home. She goes, well, you won't believe Rosie just barked at a kid and made him cry. And I go, oh my god, like, like, what type of carriage was he in? Oh no, he was a five-year-old. <laughs> Bro the fuck up, five-year-old. Don't be crying at a little puppy barking at you. Fucking pussy-ass five-year-old? Oh god. <clears throat> and of all places, we're like in a place where it's just like some hard-nosed people and we got a kid crying over a puppy barking at Yeah, you. Grow exactly. up. A cute Bye. puppy nonetheless. Like, yeah, get some. That hair kid, in I,
0: I will say though, for Rosie to bark at that kid, that kid must have had all time bad vibes.
1: Um, <laughs> kind of bad yeah, vibes. Bad she vibes. just doesn't. Honestly, she's very selective. I don't think she likes mm-hmm. little boys. Fair, like that karate. That, that's good. She's the opposite of that karate guy that was in her hometown. Yeah, she doesn't so, like little boys. Doesn't like little boys. Um, she just barks at yeah. Whole thing. But um back to music. I'm sorry.
0: Uh I, I just remember. was thinking about was it Swagwalker who got arrested for jerking off in the library? I don't remember. Oh, um Swag uh, Yes. Somebody. Maybe somebody that we went to high school with? No. McGrory?: yeah. No, McGroy's still driving those big trucks. Sure. Remember- uh, it was definitely
1: Swagwalker then.
0: I think so. Yeah, but he's just trying to get some free internet. Know. Yeah, so you know, sometimes you're just like, whoa, okay. Actually, I have a story. Um, since this is a tangent podcast, I have a one of my favorite. Uh, she's the store ma- assistant store manager at my Starbucks, and she's moving on to have her own store. She's going to be a store manager. Congratulations! So, congratulations! Her last shift is on Sunday. Love her. Shout out Mads. Um, I don't know if she wanted her name on this podcast, Uh-oh. but whatever. Um, and she said that one time there was this kid who like always would take really long bathroom breaks and, or like would go to the bathroom on his lunch and it would end up being like a 45 minute lunch. And so she was like, Hey dude, um, what is there? Like, I just wanted to check in. Like what, why are you, um, like taking such a long bathroom? And he was like, yeah, I've just been jerking off in the bathroom. And she was like, why would you tell me that? What is honesty? Honesty. (laughs) You could have just been like, I, I have like IBS. I have like an issue with my bowels. Like I'm working on it. I'm playing the phone just game. It like, could have easily just been like, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, I get, I get lost in my phone. It's something I'm working on. And no, he was just like, you know, sometimes you just got to get one out. Sometimes no, you, you don't get, get the poison out. No, nope. you don't. The answer is not in a Starbucks bathroom. Never in a Starbucks bathroom. You should do nothing but drugs and bathroom things in a Starbucks bathroom. <clears throat> Save the pee pee touches for Wendy's. Yeah. We also had another guy steal our tips last week. Just third guy this month. Third person this month. Just walked in the store, grabbed the tips, and I asked my manager if I could go after someone if they did next time, and he looked at me and said, I will fire you. And I was like, (laughs) 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 I was, it was like this fucking, like, skinny fucking piece of shit. And I was like, imagine how funny it would be if I made eye contact with that guy, and everyone in the cafe watched me just like take off and just form tackle that guy into like a car Dude, yeah oh it would be so satisfying for everyone you'd be on the internet content 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 boom trolling stone podcast goes viral like i lose my job but whatever we're a millionaire yeah the all right um uh yg dropped an album <laughs> <laughs> um it sucked <laughs> i didn't listen to it but it does have a lil wayne feature uh, gonna feature Chris Brown and Tyga. Um, are we canceling? Are we as a podcast canceling Chris Brown? I think so. Yeah, okay. he has some good songs, but no, he hasn't moving the needle. He sucks. Also, Rihanna is the queen of everything and posts hot Instagrams all the true. time, true, 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 and true. has a dope ass clothing line and lingerie line. So, like, um, but shocking. If you had to guess what you think YG's album cover is uh him he is jerking off in the starbucks bathroom yeah no it's just him come on come on all right i'm just i'll, look. I'll look at it it's just him it's a white background and it's just him all in red he's like in red lighting and wearing all red cool. <laughs> yeah i think he's a, I, th- I think he's a crypt uh, but then last on the music news, uh, Don't Stop featuring Young Thug, Megan The Stallion. Uh, I, found, I haven't listened to it, again, because we're slackers and we don't particularly care about some of these things, but they're yeah. worth mentioning, but it is cool that she got Young Thug. I think that's big. I mean, yeah. Young Thug is kind of one of those people where it's like when you get a Young Thug feature, that's kind of like, uh, hey, you made it. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. <clears throat> But, um, I'm not gonna big, clap because we're a no clap podcast now. We just do bah. no, it's only mine. It's literally, no. I clap right here, like I yes. clap, like, um, hopefully, they didn't do I, it. that would have been so funny if you had muted your mic
1: with that. Um, bigger and better news, up, up and up, uh, big brother. We have a lot to talk about. And Duncan has foregone spoilers. So we are mm-hmm. gonna talk about like the next two weeks. The so past I'm, two weeks.
0: I'm gonna just be honest, Big Brother is one of those shows that if you can keep like it's particularly like you have Sarah who keeps you up with it. Yes. And it's also like definitely part you because like you get into it. Oh, but yeah. like I have a billion yeah, have different cable. aspects of content to watch and then some of the episodes are really fucking boring and a lot of it is just like yeah. filler time and it's yeah. like i wish you would just cut to the like just give me an abbreviate like i wish they would do once a week they would release an online episode where it was just like the icmy of
2: yeah.
0: you know icmyi but like so i got behind a couple of episodes and then i'm like I don't know. I could watch three hours of Big Brother to catch up, or I could, I don't know, do literally anything else. And so, a lot of times, <clears throat> like uh, last time
1: on Big Brother, they recap for like, like five full minutes, and you're like, okay, oh, I, I just watched an entire episode.
0: They, I think, they realize that I think a lot of people don't watch HOH or Veto.
1: No, they wait for eviction.
0: Yeah. Because
1: eviction, they recap the entire week up until before someone leaves.
0: I should have just watched that. But I
1: was I hadn't even seen Dave Vaughn get voted out. That's how far behind I was. Yeah. I was So we can talk about so Dave well going back to that. Davon gets voted out. It sucks because like I was really coming around to her, but she was like that it showed she was like you're
0: Davon's a huge threat everything.
1: Yeah. She gets voted out. Um that was after Ian, right?
2: Yeah.
0: So it was um Memphis's HOH. Mhm. Tyler won the power of veto. And then elected to not use it, even though Memphis wanted to backdoor David, which Tyler uh, kudos to Tyler, because I like I I think that when you like kind of deconstruct the social dynamics in that house, I think it's probably pretty difficult for someone new, like fresh, young, like Tyler to like basically go to Memphis, who has the HOH to win the veto and then be like, hey dude, I think you're wrong and I don't think voting, like I don't think backdooring David is the right move at all. And then for Memphis to end up going along with it.
1: Yes, but I do think the older people have respect for the newer like winners and like good, really good players because the game has changed so much since Memphis has said it all the time. Game has changed so much since he played. So it's like, you have to worry about like back, way back when Memphis played, it was like, if you win comps, you're going to win the thing, all of it. You have to play a social game now. You have to, like, really strategize. There's so many different, like, little tricks that could happen and everything. you got to think a lot more steps ahead. But, um... So, after that, Dave
0: Vaughan goes, and then... Was there anything notable in that last week? Not like, really. I feel like there weren't any real, like... Nobody blew up at each other. There was no fucking... Nonsense. No, it was it was kind of like what you said. It was a lot of filler.
1: But then, like, this recent week, it's, like, constantly, like, people, like, it's this just been the same fucking people that keep going up over and over and over again. Mm. Kevin, Kevin was on the block for five weeks. David was like, probably the same amount of time. It's just, like, the people who were in power stayed in power. And it was just, like, all right. Like, I got bored a little bit with how much the committee just controlled everything. Like, there was not a single moment where I was, like, we're, like, even, like, an HOH that, like, a non-committee member won. Was, like, on
0: the fence. Like, it just always goes to the committee. I know. So it's so boring. Um, we, did you – wait, Can did you hear – so there's – I have a regular who, like, the other night, I was like, oh, bro, like, you got any fun plans tonight? And he was like, oh, no, we're just, like, getting Starbucks and then we're going to go home, hang out, watch Big Brother. And so it turns out he's a huge fan of Big Brother. I guess Casey from Tyler's season – was supposed to be on BB and then she tested positive and couldn't go. Yeah. yeah. that I it, didn't know that. But if dude, if they had Casey and Tyler together, that would have been a fucking that would have been like a power that been game yeah. over, dude. Yeah. That would have flipped no. the entire dynamic of the house. Because they would have worked together big time.
1: Big and time. I guarantee you Casey would have been like, you know, Tyler, like, you can win this one, basically.
0: Like, yeah. he, like we're going to try to get you to win because I already won. And Casey's, like, a good person and everything. But Casey's um, a homie. That's what I what struck me about that season was that her and Tyler both seemed, like, genuinely, like, good people that I would, like, be friends with in real life. Exactly, yeah.
1: So we, First, we it's continue like moving like, on. The rest
0: of the house kind of seems like scumbags half the
1: time. Yeah. We continue moving on. And so, really, I don't think much happens.
2: We, we learned get,
0: that um, yeah. Enzo's full name is Vincenzo. Yeah, that was a big. That was funny.
1: Deal. Um, still a homie. Enzo was like badass. So I'm playing with a pen. It keeps flipping out. Um, really, nothing else happens until last night happened with like the triple eviction. Yeah. So actually, they uh, let me rephrase. They. Committees like, wavering. There's, like, Tyler wants to take out Danny. Oh, who um, won the HOH? On Sunday. Cody. Cody. Cody did. Cody's start... This was, like, basically like, the start of um, the triple eviction. Yeah. Um, but before that, the, uh, that new guy, Dr. Will, cut, is, like, moves in next door. And basically, his whole thing is... You can either win power or you can win prizes. Like, the next couple of, like, challenges are all going to be, like, prize-oriented. So you can either win a veto, win the head of household, win a power, or you can win, like, cash money. Yeah. Um, So Cody's up there. He puts up, obviously, like, David and Kevin because they're the last two that are still, like, hanging around that aren't in the committee. Um, Otev comes back, which is, like, I know – you. Oh, uh, is awesome. He's like yeah. the big guy. With like, it's the same challenge every single time. You got to go find something and then bring it back. Climb up like the slippery slope and everything. And he says a couple of funny things. Um, I always love that one. David does something very, very stupid. Oh, is the power of veto as well. Competition. Yeah. David is on the block next to Kevin. David in like the second round. Cody. Let me think. No. Uh like I think Tyler gets knocked out round one. Six people playing. Tyler gets knocked out round one. So David's still alive. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of rooting for David at the point. I know he's a dummy and like playing the bat the game really bad. But like I'll root for the underdog to like shake up the house at this point. Like there's just like so much, so much of the same thing happening over and over again. David. Is looking, they're looking for t shirts and a bunch of shit to bring back up to OTAV. You ask them a question like, oh, like who, you know, who were the last two people evicted or some more in depth question than that. They got to find t shirts that have the names on it. David is looking, finds the t shirt that says $10,000 and saunters his way up the slope and sits his butt down. There is still four other people looking for t-shirts. He is on the block and decides to take 10 grand instead of trying to win the power of veto. Every, literally everyone in the house during the competition went, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like it's- banana. And then, it, so he gets voted out. So now it's just, I think it was like Enzo, mm-hmm. Nicole F, Cody, and Kevin are still left in the power of veto competition. And David's just sitting there like, yeah, like I, I you know, kind of measured all my odds and everything. He's like, I got $10,000 now. And everyone was like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. not, only, not only did you lose the power of veto and, like, you have so many people, like, on your back, but, like, you're out, dude. Like, you're done.
2: And, again, it's like, also they, like,
0: don't, like, they don't know it yet, but it's the triple eviction night, basically. Like, to us, 10 grand is a ton of money. Yeah. He is, like, a senior sales like, manager yeah. or something. Ten grand, like... He makes 10 grand. he makes ten grand in, like... Probably, like, a couple months. Like, like yeah, like, two months. Yeah, and so, like... I, it doesn't seem like he has a wife, kids, anything. Ten grand ain't, ain't all that. Like, it's nice, don't get me wrong, but, like, also, let's be realistic about perspective. It's probably not all that much money to him.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It was it's just not so... Even- like, it was just like, so weird i would do. I would, I would throw it if you were like yeah yeah dog here's like a mclaren yeah or like here's people, like a corvette people
1: who take <clears throat> the money instead of winning the power are people who are safe yeah we're like fuck it like, I'll, i'm safe this week i'm gonna take I,
0: time I, I
2: would. I like, yeah. yeah.
1: he's just an idiot so they go on triple evict uh they don't know it yet but like they're getting evicted Obviously, David goes first. David's like you, like uh Cody wins the uh, the veto along with the HOH and just goes like t- like I'm not changing the votes. Like David, like you're going home.
2: Yeah, David crazy. goes
1: home. Um, right away, they go into HOH and everyone's like, oh fuck, it's a double eviction. Like they start to like learn pretty quick. And uh but David actually, it was they. The Dr. Will guy came on and like kind of gave them like a hint, and he said like you got to always plan like you know three steps ahead. And David went like it's a triple eviction. I know it's never happened before, but he said three steps ahead, it's a triple eviction. And everyone was like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, no, no, no. But it was so double eviction happens. People start to figure it out, and they're like, oh fuck. Christmas wins, okay, and, and puts up Nicole F. and Kevin. Okay, you have to fact check me later, but. And it's like she just puts, she just puts Nicole F up just so that's a pawn against Kevin to get the last non-committee guy out. Goes up. Kevin obviously loses. Doesn't can't get the veto. He also he just played like a dumb competition. Like at all times, he just was never even close to like winning his comps. It's just like so sad. Kevin brutal. gets Kevin gets voted out. I only have one more person from our list left in the house. I think you have two. Yep.
0: I'm currently in the lead. It's I have
1: Tyler. Enzo and Tyler. Okay. You just have Nicole F. I know. Nicole F is also stirring the pot a little bit because as Kevin leaves, they go for the third time. Also, in between when they're like doing the veto thing, Julie comes on the screen and everyone sees behind her, it says triple eviction. And they're all like, oh,
2: it's, it's a triple. Ev-.
1: And they're like, like, David was right and everything. So, like, yeah, <clears> Kevin <throat> goes. Uh, who wins? I can't remember, but they put up a Memphis, or maybe I can't remember, but they put up in the third block, people on the block, they put up Nicole F and Danny. It's Tyler wins. Tyler wins. Puts up Nicole F and, and, and Danny and again, Nicole F is this pawn and they get, you know, the veto goes, Tyler wins it. Tyler wins H-O-H and the veto. Danny goes up. Danny's out. So, wow. it, within a triple eviction, Kevin, they trim the fat with Kevin and David. And Danny is the first committee member out. Bye, Danny. And she was, like, asking for it. Like, I think back to, like, when she, like, hopped into that, the HOH room being, like, nonchalant. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah, hey, uh, yeah. You know, Davon wants a meeting. And Tyler's, like, staring at her, like, Nicole's not in our alliance. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, is about to blow it up. She's, like, too caught. She plays the game really well. Everyone was, like, she played a really good game, stayed al- this long. But, like, I think the audience is going to see, like, She's kind of like a jerk. Yeah. And she's sloppy when it comes to like making decisions or like yep. just who she says who. She had the whole like Bailey and Devon thing happen. That was all her fault. And uh, yeah, there was like a lot going on. And she should have, I feel like she should have been out a lot earlier. If anyone that wasn't in the committee won power,
0: she would have yeah. been. She would have been God, though. She would have been the first one. Yeah. Memphis, um, yeah. I'm going to be doing no yep. fact checking on you because this is this episode is our version of big brother yeah where it's just you tell me what happened and if yeah. it's right it's right if it's wrong who cares i would watch the triple eviction because there's like gonna, some like i'm gonna watch the triple ev- only be, like i'll watch it while we play call of duty later just because yeah. it's like i can have yeah. and just do it and not really care okay. <clears throat> um memphis
1: is like like my girlfriend's told me before like she and a lot of other fans suspect that Memphis is just like a low key racist because he had gunned after David literally the entire season. Yeah. And he like ponded off as like, oh, you're a rookie. You shouldn't be here. You're a rookie. You're a rookie. You'd like, you played a shit game. But like, it was constant. He was, as soon as David left, Memphis was like, can't. He's like, he's like, finally, I've been gunning that for that guy ever since we got in the house. It's like, but why, dude? Why? Like, David was not a threat. He's a dummy. You could have easily been like, yeah, like, you're, me and you were best friends. You would have gotten a vote in the jury. There's no way David is voting for Memphis.
0: Yeah. And it's also, like, that goes back to my point about, like, when Memphis had HOH and Tyler had to, like, convince him out of backdooring David. Yeah, exactly. Like, had to do What are you doing, bro? Like, Tyler why do you care this much?
1: Memphis was the HOH when David got voted out. And da- Memphis was like, yeah, David's out. And Tyler was like, dude, like, why, though? Like, Why?
0: Memphis is just tired of being named after one of the biggest uh, cities for the civil rights movement.
2: Yeah,
0: it was
1: just—it's strange. But um, shit's going down now. It's just committee members. So it is. We have Enzo, Tyler, Memphis, Cody, Nicole F. Christmas, and that's it. There's only six of them left. Yep. We're getting down to the brass tacks here. There. So. Julie Chen also said, Julie Chen Moonviz also said that there's about a month left. So we have four weeks. So it's going to be four, it's going to be three weeks of eviction. And then last week, there's only going to be three people left. And that's when it's going to be like the all
0: out like brawl.
1: Yeah. We're probably going to start, we're probably going to start to see more like uh, shots of like Jury House soon. Yep. 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 Like people like entering
0: and everything. And I always kind of like that. Yeah. It's I always think awkward, but I like it's, it. It's it's gonna be probably this. I think this next week we'll probably start. We'll probably get the like jury house intro. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for it. Every year
1: when it's only like four or five people left, it's like all the House Memphis guests are forced to sit around the dining room table and be like, You remember the season? And like they think back to like all like the highlights, and it's so cringe because they're not actors. They're just like like being forced by CBS to like like look back at the whole season and everything
0: that's going to be coming when there's like four or five people left (laughs) yeah do you have any predictions for final three Mm. i
1: so cody has been playing like an unbelievable game yeah i really i need to see who's hoh just this week and that's going to determine a lot whoever wins hoh this week I don't. Cody think has been playing. An, Christmas is everyone's afraid of Christmas. You know that. You know that whole story. Yeah. That she since she like ran over her like fiance or something with a car. Wait, no, before.
0: I don't know this. Uh,
1: so say, uh, my girlfriend was telling me this. Obviously, before the season, she was like on like TMZ and a little bit in the news, uh, not that long ago, but like before big brother happened she like has like bad anger issues and like it was some something with like boyfriend slash husband slash whatever he is she like ran him over with a car like tried to like attempted like like vehicular the, the,
0: the tiger woods
1: yeah um and so it's like known she's like a hothead and is like really irrational and like gets angry very quickly so like there's so many people that are afraid to put her
0: up because they're like we're gonna get the wrath of christmas she um when dave Vaughn named her as a have not she like fucking freaked out so oh yeah everyone was like bro wait what
1: no, no one said anything to her that
2: oh, fuck. Don't just, look at her because... Okay, of
1: her. okay. So something like that happened. Danny, the very end of the triple eviction, Danny gets voted out, and Christmas is standing, like, right by the door and, like, smiling at her and, like, gives, like a, like, a fake attempt to, like, hug her, and Danny just walks right by her. And Christmas, like, so sarcastic, like, knows exactly what she's doing, like, knows that there's bad blood between the two and just wants to rub it in Danny's face that she's gone. To be, like... like Oh, I guess no hug, right? And Danny goes back, yeah, fucking of course no hug. Or like, like she's like, yeah, of course no hug. Or like as like she's like standing and like going through the doorway to go see Julie. And Chris was like, well, and everyone's like, kind
0: of like just like, well, yeah. Okay, okay. It's like that one friend we all have that like kind of start shit, and then yeah. you're just standing there and you're like, am I gonna have to? Am I gonna have to do something about this? She's I'm just, just gonna, so she's just, gonna she's just so passive aggressive. Yeah. Why? Why? Why is this happening?
1: Why are we yeah. doing this? She's so passive-aggressive, and, like, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. So, she, like, she's such a potster, but then also, like, will flip off the handle, like, if you, like, wrong her. And in, like, the slightest of ways. Like, making her a have-not. Like, literally, when Davon made her a have-not, she was like, Christmas, you haven't been one yet. So, like, they, here yeah. you go. And Christmas was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she, like, she, went, a- she went full, like, angry salt. You'll see her uh in this the double the triple eviction she wears like really really short shorts she has a gun tattooed on her hip yeah it's
0: they brought it up in uh last week's episodes yeah, yeah. someone like, she's was like, like yeah that. watch out for christmas she has a pistol on her hip <laughs> yeah it's like yeah it's she's like nuts so. up so um it, i will say i think we should have seen uh that side of her coming just in the fact that her tattoos are aggressive yeah oh yeah really i think we should have connected those dots sooner yeah um So uh, I wish they did more stuff like I wish they like had Christmas go to like the um, diary room and they were just like, tell us about all your tattoos. Like I think stuff like like getting to know the contestants a little bit better in that like early season time where it's just fluff like I would rather that so I can kind of like get more attached to these people. I think
1: they do that in a normal season but since it's All-Stars and it's like the audience should already know. It, that's Christmas. true. That's yeah. true. And and that's I think it's like they have less time. Like this is this truly is a condensed season since it's not yeah. during like the entire summer. So it's like they're like flying through things. Like they can they don't have time to like do
2: that's, that.
1: That's fair. Um so I'm predictions I'm thinking um, if either Cody Tyler or Enzo wins the HOH. Actually never mind. If it's Tyler or Cody, they're going to put up Christmas and they may put up Nicole. If Memphis wins, he's probably going to put up Christmas or like Cody.
2: Yeah.
1: If Christmas or Nicole wins, they're, they're going to put up Cody and Tyler.
2: Yeah.
1: Like obviously now they're all fighting each other. Uh, or Enzo may be the first to go because Enzo is just like a side piece to the entire. Like, Enzo is probably, like, the last, like, maybe, like, low-key outsider, but he has deals
0: with everyone, and he's friendly with everyone. It's just he's not a part of the committee committee. But he's far less of a threat than a lot of the other committee members. So I can see someone having that light bulb go off and take him to the final three because he would be easy to beat. The only question is the jury. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. But once you get to the final two, I feel like it's just like it doesn't. Yeah, like, this is it's when out of your hands. So this is when big threats are being knocked off.
1: Like this, this coming week. Um, final three. I think Enzo's going to be in the final three unless he's knocked off, and I don't think he will. I feel like it's going to be Enzo.
0: I could see Enzo Cody in Memphis. I, think I want Nicole. I think Memphis gets knocked off really quick because I think that he has had, first of all, I think he put himself in a lot of people's, um, he put himself on people's shit list at the beginning of the season when he just refused to do anything. He just got HOH and nommed. And it was like, I don't know, dude, I think, uh, Tyler is gonna, especially if he happens to be on the block with Tyler, like Memphis is just dumb. Yeah. Like, he just – like, like that whole thing with David, like, that's just, like, a bad – like, regardless of whatever else, that's just, like, a bad look in terms of game moves. Like, you're – that's stupid.
1: I've started to, like, come around on Memphis, not in, like, a good way, but, like, I think he, like, acts dumb, but I don't think he is.
0: I know, but I think he also is, like, not – I think in terms of game moves, I think sometimes he lets his emotions cloud his game move judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It really does depend on HOH this week. I That's think Chris. I would think the order of
1: going is Christmas, Memphis, and then like I could see a surprise
0: like Cody or something. Like they, yeah, it, I, I, because Cody is I think far and away the biggest threat in this exactly. Time. Yeah,
1: I think Christmas, Memphis, and then maybe Cody, and then it's like Nicole, F, Enzo, and Tyler. Because then it's Tyler who's a huge game player who basically I feel like did amazing this entire season and then really two side pieces Nicole hasn't in terms of comps Nicole shot herself in the foot a couple times in social situations hasn't won a single comp I don't think and Enzo is just kind of like this like he could easily win like Tyler could win with those two people next to him yeah
0: final three yeah so I don't know we'll keep you posted um I'm gonna actually watch this week that's a promise um I'm going to catch up on the triple eviction and then we'll go from there. Hopefully there is some music next week. Um, do you want to do wrap up? We're at like an hour 15. Do you want to do like videos or top five? Let's do top five. Okay. Let's or run through. Top it. five 90s artists.
1: Okay. Yeah. 90s artists. Let me pull up my notes. Let's run through it quick. I'm getting Jackson's getting sleepy. I need to take a nap
0: before I eat there. Yeah. All right. I need to um, crush a Red Bull. No, I'm going to have some coffee. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have some coffee, I'm going to take a shower, and then I'm going to play Call of Duty for Oh no.
1: the night. I'm really sorry. Oh, you know I can do this. Never mind. So um, my number five, um, I am going to say
0: uh, Sublime. Okay. I'm doing this based just so we're on the same page. I'm doing this based completely off of a top40weekly.com top 100 artists of the 90s list. Gotcha. So, Um, my number one is Sublime. My number five. Is that your number one or your number five? My number five. Okay. My number five is the... Fuck, I just lost it. The Dandy Warhols. Dandy Warhols are really good. I've never listened to them, but I love the name. So, I think now I'm a fan dummy all right let's move on
2: you expected
0: anything you have nothing productive to say ever (laughs) um
2: um,
1: my number four my number four is third eye blind they have amazing jams jumper semi-charmed life um how's it gonna be third eye blind is like the, the to me like quintessential 90s alternative rock I know Pearl Jam is there. I know Nirvana is there. But like literally like Third Eye Blind just can be put on at any time. And you can just be like, this is an amazing song. Semi-Charmed Life is amazing. Do do do. Do 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 do. That's do, Semi-Charmed Life. Dude, Yeah. Okay. The sky was gold. I was going outside through my nose, and I wish you could get back there someplace back there. Wishing you would smile and you would take. Do it because you love Never up. You break it won't stop. I won't come down with the bump with the tick tock rhythm. Bump, 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 bump. Took the hit that I was giving, and I bumped again, and I bumped again. How do I get back to the place where I fell asleep inside you? All right. Hell yeah. Uh, my number four is the Pixies. Pixies are great. A, lo- a local. We, yep. we almost have, like, a local legend in yeah. our, our mutual friend that I haven't talked to in a while, Neil. His dad used to date the bassist of the Pixies. Yeah, I
0: told that to my dad, and my dad was like, what the fuck? Yep. Kim Deal. Yeah.
1: Um, um, you can still get the Pixie shows, like, whenever you want, even
0: though they don't really tour that much. Yeah. <laughs> Badass. Um, anything else on, on Pixies? I have nothing. Also, I am. this is a big Duncan Pix cool names list, or sure. names that I know. Um, my number three, Tribe.
1: Yeah. Tribe Called Quest. Like, again, put it on. They are very much, like, the vibes I love to have, like, in a party. Like, I, I understand, like, when we go to, like, the Medford House or, like, if we're chilling in, like, Amherst, you want to, like, pump people up so you're playing, like, trap and everything. But, like, at any time Tribe comes on and I'm just like, this is this is it.
0: It just gives you the vibe of like being in like an apartment in like Brooklyn in the nineties, where everyone is just kind of hanging out, drinking, smoking, not really partying. It's more of a hangout. It's it's and it's, it's always like between the hours of five. like three and six. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's like
1: it's hours like, like the
0: hour. it's like the um post game
1: vibes, or I'm thinking pregame, like before you go out. You're just like. Chilling and like it was just at three to six a.m. No, I didn't mean to say a.m. I meant p.m.
0: Oh, oh yeah 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 okay.
2: Like I'm the sun little,
0: is like about to set. I'm thinking more like after you go out and you're just same, trying to like relax. Yeah, it, it can also it can be both it, vibes. It's all vibes. about vibes. We're a big vibes podcast. Hell yeah. Um, my um number three is the Flaming Lips. Because I think there were a lot of people in the 90s that had Flaming Lips.
1: Uh, Yoshima Goes to War. I, that's the one song I know from the Flaming Lips. Yoshira Goes to
0: War. If you know what I mean. They had the... Don't clap. The clap, the clap. We're not a clapping podcast. Um, I clap podcast.
1: My number two, simply for literally one album that like was a lot of my childhood, Green Day. Okay. Green Day's uh, Dookie album, amazing. There's, like, there's no song you skip on on Dookie. It's
0: amazing. It's amazing. Um, I also am trying to base these off of what I think you're going to pick next so that I don't either steal yours or, and I can have a good one lined up for. I only have one more and you're not going to take it. Uh, my number two is Snoop Doggy Dog. What the? Fu- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Snoop Dog. He's just Snoop a classic, Dog. and also he's a. Uh, I was listening to Two Bears One Cave with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Um, okay. Saguda. and Burt just filmed a Netflix show called The Cabin. It was a. Um, yeah, it's like coming out soon. It's like kind of like a like a. America's Got Talent kind of thing, but kind of different. And um, Snoop Dogg is on it, and Ooh. so Bert was telling part like stories of like hanging out with Snoop, and I guess Snoop is just like the biggest homie. Like he's so generous, just like giving Bert shit and like hanging out with Bert, like fucking drinking together, doing shots together, smoking weed awesome. together. He would just like if you wanted weed, Snoop would just give you pre rolled joints. Like he would just be like, here. Have some weed, and Bert was like, "Yeah, dude. Like this isn't like like normal people weed. This is like rapper weed." And yeah. he was like, "I got so high."
2: I can only imagine like, for a you,
0: Bert. Bert said that he got so high that he checked his blood pressure. <laughs>
1: Just checking the, the pulse. Uh, make, yeah. So we've all been there. Sure. My number one. Um, talked about them on the podcast before again just like really big part of my childhood listening to them like all the time oasis okay they controlled england in the 90s that's all besides blur like they went back and forth but i love like listening to the stories like that like the sales like oasis would drop an album like one week and the next week blur would drop an album and then they would like just fight over like like the like the record sales and everything, and they like hated each other. They were like yeah. it was like fade on sight if they saw each other in fucking like Manchester.
2: And the it was just was I love.
1: Repressed. I love Oasis so much. Like they're like
0: such like a big part of my life. My number one is the Beastie Boys. I don't think I even need to say anything else. We have already had an entire podcast about them. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions: Beck, Doctor Dre, uh, nine, nine Inch Nails, Rage Against the Machine. Um, um, biggie the food for piece. sure. Pub, Public Enemy, Uh, uh Weezer, Guns and Roses, Dave when. Matthews Band, Uh, Marilyn Manson, Seal, Madonna, Mary J. Blige, Jay Z, Outcast, Nas, Eric Clapton. Those Eric Clapton's not nineties. It says it on this list, so he's nineties. Missy Elliott would have been a good one. If you're worth it, let me work it. The Roots. Flip the thing down, uh, flip it in reverse. Bussa Rhymes, busa Bus. Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie! Yeah. I love Hootie. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I'm going to go take my dog for a walk. And I'm going to go shower. And then eat Mexican food. Ooh, can you so, melt me some? Yes. Thank um, you. And drink more whiskey later but we'll play Call of Duty later too definitely cheese so um this has been the Tronstone Podcast thanks for listening for the, for the entire hour and a half
0: it's gonna get cut down a little bit but yeah yay this <laughs> has been
1: this was a good episode I feel like this we was got a, a solid point. episode we've, oh, yeah.
0: we've gotten better at just like being able to just talk about shit yeah so this has been Tronstone
1: Podcast this is Jackson
0: keep it sleazy and out peace out you cool cats and kittens
2: With top billing come cops and villains. Shots is block shipped out and bought And y'all feeling it LP killing it Killin' my killing shit What more can I say? We top billing it Valiant without villainy Viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages burning, lootin' and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us We curse them and all their children drink. I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away Ay, Yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it the gut away Live to shoot another day